By the grace of Baba's blessings, I have been given this opportunity to read the Sai Sat Charitra for all of you. Om Sai Ram. Today we will be reading Chapter Twenty Two, Rescues from Serpent Bites. First, Bala Sahib Mirikar. Second, Babu Sahib Buti. Third, Amir Shakkar. Fourth, Hemant Pant. Baba's opinion regarding killing of serpents. Preliminary: How to meditate on Baba? No one has been able to fathom the nature or the form of Almighty. Even the Vedas and the thousand-tongued Shesha are not able to describe it fully. The devotees also cannot know, but only look at the form of the Lord, for they know that His feet are their only refuge. They know no other method of attaining the supreme goal of life except. meditating on the holy feet himat pant suggests an easy way of devotion and meditation as follows as the dark fortnight of every month wears out gradually the moonlight also wanes in the same degree and on the new moon day we do not see the moon at all therefore when the bright fortnight begins people are very anxious to see the moon On the first day the moon is not seen and on the second day she emerges as a thin crescent. Then the people are asked to see the moon through the opening between the two branches of a tree. And when they begin to see through this aperture eagerly, the distant small crescent of the moon comes to their sight. Following this instance, let us see Baba's form. Look at Baba's posture how fine it is he is sitting with his legs folded the right leg held across the left knee the fingers of his left hand are spread on the right foot on the toe are spread his two fingers the index and middle ones by this posture baba seems to say if you want to see my true form be egoless and most humble and meditate on my toe through the opening between index and middle fingers and then you will be able to see my light now let us turn to baba's life shirdi had become a place of pilgrimage on account of baba's stay there people from all quarters began to flock there and both the rich and the poor began to be benefited in more ways than one who can describe baba's boundless love and his wonderful knowledge and his all pervasiveness blessed is he who could experience these Sometimes Baba observed long silence which was in a way his dissertation on Brahma at other times he was pure consciousness bliss incarnate surrounded by his devotees sometimes he spoke in parables and at other times indulged in wit and humor at times he was quite calm and at times he seemed enraged sometimes he gave his teachings in a nutshell at other times he argued at length Many a time he was very direct. In this way he gave varied instructions to many according to their requirements. His life was therefore inscrutable beyond the ken of our mind, intellect and speech. Our longing to see his face, to talk with him and hear his leelas was never satisfied. Still we were overflowing with joy. We can gauge the showers of rain, capture the wind in a leather bag, but who can measure his leelas? Now we deal here with one aspect of them namely how he anticipated or forestalled 
the calamities of his devotees and warned them in time. Bala Sahib Mirikar Bala Sahib Mirikar, son of Sardar Kaka Sahib Mirikar, was Mamlatar of Kopargaon. He was going on tour to Chitali. On the way, he came to Shirdi to see Sai Baba. When he went to the masjid and prostrated himself before Baba, the usual conversation regarding health and other matters commenced when Baba sounded a note of warning. Do you know Atwarkamai? As Baba Sahib did not understand, he kept quiet. Baba continued, This is Ardwarkamai, where you are sitting. She wards off all dangers and anxieties of the children who sit on her lap. This Masjid Mai, that is its presiding deity, is very merciful. She is the merciful mother of the simple devotees whom she will save in calamities. Once a person sits on her lap, all his troubles are over. He who rests in her shade gets bliss. Then Baba gave him Moody and placed his hand on his head. When Bala Sahib was about to depart, he again said, Do you know the Lamba Baba, that is long gentleman, namely serpent? And then closing the left fist, he brought it under the right elbow and moving his left arm like the hood of a serpent said, He is so terrible, but what can he do to the children of Dwarkamai? When the Dwarkamai, that is its presiding deity, protects, what can the serpent do? All who were present there were curious to know the meaning of all this and its reference to Mirikar. But none had the courage to ask Baba about this. Then Bala Sahib saluted Baba and left the masjid with Shama. Baba called Shama back and asked him to accompany Bala Sahib and enjoy the Chitali trip. Shama came to Bala Sahib and told him that he would go with him according to Baba's wish. Bala Sahib replied that he need not come as it would be inconvenient. Shama returned to Baba and told him what Bala Sahib said to him. Baba said, All right, do not go. We should mean well and do well. Whatever is destined to happen will happen. In the meanwhile, Bala Sahib thought it over again and calling Shama asked him to accompany him. Then Shama went again to Baba and after taking his leave, started with Bala Sahib in the Tonga. They reached Chitali at 9pm and encamped in the Maruti temple. The office people had not come so they sat in the temple talking and chit-chatting. Bala Sahib was sitting on a mat reading a newspaper. His uparni, that is upper dhotar, was spread across his waist and on it a snake was sitting unnoticed. It began to move with a hissing sound which was heard by the pune. He brought a lantern, saw the snake and raised an alarm. Serpent! Serpent! Bala Sahib was frightened and began to quiver. Shama was also stunned. Then he and others moved quietly and took sticks and clubs in their hands. The snake slowly came down the waist and moved away from Bala Sahib and it was immediately done to death. Thus, this calamity which was prophesied by Baba was averted and Bala Sahib's devotion in Baba was confirmed. Babu Sahib Bhuti A great astrologer named Nana Sahib Dengle told Babu Sahib Bhuti, who was then in Shirdi, Today is an inauspicious day for you. There is danger to your life. This made Babu Sahib restless. When they as usual came to Masjid, Baba said to Babu Sahib, What does this Nana say? He foretells death for you. Well, you need not be afraid. Tell him, let us see how death kills. Then later in the evening, Babu Sahib went to his privy for easing himself where he saw a snake. His servant saw it and lifted a stone to strike at it. Babu Sahib asked him to get a big stick. 
but before the servant returned with the stick the snake was seen moving away and soon disappeared babu sahib remembered baba's words of fearlessness amir shakar amir shakar was a native of the village korhale in kopargaon taluka he belonged to the butcher caste he worked as a commission agent in bandra mumbai and was well known there he once suffered from rheumatism which gave him much pain he then remembered allah god left his business and went to shirdi and prayed to baba to relieve him from his malady baba then stationed him in the chavadi the chavadi was then a damp unhealthy place unfit for such a patient any other place in the village or korhale itself would have been better for amir but baba's word was the command the chief medicine baba did not allow him to come to the masjid but fixed him in the chavadi every morning and evening Every alternate day Baba went to the chavri in a procession and slept there so Amir got Baba's contact very often Amir stayed there for full 9 months and then he got a disgust for the place so one night he stealthily left the place and came to Kopargaon and stayed in a dharmshala there he saw an old dying fakir who asked him for water Amir brought it and gave it to him as soon as he drank it he passed away the Amir was in a fix He thought that if he went and informed the authorities he would be held responsible for the death as he was the first and sole informant and knew something about it. He repented for his action namely leaving Shirdi without Baba's permission and prayed to Baba. He then determined to return to Shirdi and same night he retreated remembering and muttering Baba's name all the way and reached Shirdi before daybreak and became free from anxiety. Then he lived in the chavadi in perfect accordance with Baba's wishes and orders, and got himself cured. One night it so happened that Baba cried at midnight, "Oh Abdul, some devilish creature is dashing against the side of my bed." Abdul came with a lantern, examined Baba's bed, but found nothing. Baba asked him to examine carefully all the place and began to strike the ground with his satka. Seeing this leela of Baba, Amir thought that Baba might have suspected some serpent there. Amir could know by close contact with Baba the meaning of his words and actions. Baba then saw near Amir's cushion something moving. He asked Abdul to bring in the light and when he brought it, he saw the serpent coiled up there, moving its head up and down. Thereupon the serpent was immediately beaten to death. Thus Baba gave timely warning and saved Amir's life. Hematpant scorpion and serpent first at baba's recommendation kaka sahib dikshit was daily reading the two works of shri eknath maharaj namely bhagavat and bhavartha ramayan and hematpant had the good fortune to be one of the audience when the reading of the works was going on once when a portion from the ramayan relating to hanuman's testing rama's greatness according to his mother's instructions was being read all the listeners were spellbound Hematpant was one of them a big scorpion none knew where it came from jumped and sat on the right shoulder of Hematpant on his uparni that is upper dhotar first it was not noticed but as the lord protects those who are intent on hearing his stories he casually cast a glance over his right shoulder and noticed it it was dead silence not a bit moving here or there it seemed as if it also enjoyed the reading then by the lord's grace hematpant without disturbing the audience took the two ends of his dhotar folded them and brought them together enclosing the scorpion within then he went out and threw it in the garden 
Second, on another occasion, some persons were sitting in the upper floor of Kaka Sahib's wada just before nightfall when a serpent crept through a hole in the window frame and sat coiled up. A light was brought. Though it was first dazzled, yet it sat still and moved its head up and down. Then many persons rushed there with sticks and gudgels. But as it sat in an awkward place, no blow could be dealt. But hearing the noises of men, the serpent went out hastily through the same hole. Then all the persons present there felt relieved. Baba's opinion. One devotee named Muktaram then said that it was good that the poor creature escaped. Himatpan challenged him, saying that serpents should better be killed. There was a hot discussion between them, the former contending that serpents and such creatures should not be killed, the latter that they should be. As night came on, the discussion came to an end without any decision being arrived at. Next day, the question was referred to Baba, who gave his settled opinion as follows. God lives in all beings and creatures, whether they be serpents or scorpions. He is the great wire-puller of the world and all beings, serpents, scorpions, etc. obey His command. Unless He wills it, nobody can do any harm to others. The world is all dependent on Him and no one is independent. So we should take pity and love all creatures, leave off killings and be patient. The Lord, God, is the protector of all. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Om Sai Ram. Footnotes for Chapter 22 According to the Hinduism, the earth rests on the head of the serpent Sheshnag, who has 1000 heads. Om Sai Ram. With folded hands, I humbly request Sai Baba, Please forgive me for any mistake that I might have made while reading this chapter. Om Sai Ram.